0: Learn more at marines.com Remember all the
1: things i'm sitting across wanted. from travis reynolds on this year's vissela's annual creators trip we, we know travis's work by. we appreciate it we've come to see a familiarity in his approach to design and art in general from colors to creativity perfection hobbies legacy and a repair mentality. Traverson packs how he runs, you know, his custom ordered business, focusing on rockers and contours and the subtleties that he's working on at the moment. He explains a little about the Board Builders Guild that he's so um, perfectly in tune with and a good thing they have going up here in Santa Cruz. And, you know, the tension between perfection and color that he finds, so true to himself and expresses in his work and more so understanding his work enjoying observing it and watching him do it on this trip in particular is is such a reward this conversation hopefully will inspire you to unlock maybe those paths that you're stuck with in your own lane your creative path we all have one we're all creative i believe And listening to travis Unpack how he goes about his work and those early days and perspectives that put his path into such focus was inspiring to me. I hope it is to you. This is Travis Reynolds. It started with the
0: perfect kiss, then we could feel the poison the Perfect couldn't keep
2: this love alive.
1: Yeah, it comes out nice, look. Just try to stay
2: on the mic as much as you can. Just okay. get comfortable, just helps get the level going. These are heavy Yeah, they're nice. You can listen how it sounds if you want. Nice. You get a feel for where you are.
0: Cool. That sounds good. Nice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Spell your name for us. Spell it? Yeah.
0: T-R-A-V-I-S-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S. Travis Reynolds.
2: It's been an amazing week of um, building cool stuff and One of the best parts for me was observing somebody do what they do. Not so much what they were doing, but how they went about it. Mm -hmm. And that was inspirational. And that sort of breeds a confidence in what you you do, you know. You see everyone in their lane. And through these conversations, it's kind of shown that it's like, just be you. And one of the things that it's highlighted is like, everyone's got their own lane. But when you're young, it's hard to find your lane right Mm -hmm. when did you really understand that this is what I'm doing and this is my trajectory if you can keep it all going together you know yeah how old are you and like when did that come pretty clear because from my perspective you have a really clear track on like what you're trying to do and you're doing it well
0: yeah well um, I've had an interest in building surfboards since I was young you know I started doing ding repair on all my boards from the beginning which was you know probably 10 12 12 14 that time period i was mostly just doing ding repairs and stuff on my own boards and um when i hit about 14 or 15 i started writing for michelle juneau on a surf team and um he exposed me to the process of boards being built all the way through would, he, he had an open door policy where i could go in and watch my boards being shaped and check in on the glassing and all that, and um, I think that started the foundation of me not knowing at the time that I would end up where I am now, but that kind of sparked an interest when I was young that maybe this could be a possibility, and then um, moving away from Santa Cruz and over to Hawaii when I was 18, um, I had the opportunity to, to pick up some tools and make my first board, and uh, Man, I just fell in love right away with the process. You know, getting dirty, um, just just whittling away on foam, and uh, and then the final product. There's nothing like paddling out something that you made, and uh, just that first board. I, I, it was really like, man, maybe I could do this. You know, it feels so good. And then, um, yeah, after after a couple more years of just trial and error with those beginning shapes. Um, I, i really realized that, yeah, this is what I want to do. And I kind of started focusing on how I'm going to get there, you know, and that was taking side jobs, shaping at night, early in the morning, doing that sort of thing. And then, you know, the, the, the lane that you're talking about, which for me is all different sorts of boards that, you know, short boards, long boards, fishes, guns, all that stuff. Um, I guess that lane is just the lane that I've been in since i started surfing i've always ridden everything um depending on what the wave's calling for and i've really just wanted to be true to that with my shapes and uh you know it's hard to excel at every little thing but um yeah i just enjoy building boards for what the waves are calling for
2: well it makes total sense and you do it well too um the the point you you mentioned there about getting in ding repair and getting your hands dirty with this creative and innovative um, sort of lifestyle that we're so enjoying. I sometimes wonder if it's a little bit too much to um, get your teeth into from f- on, the, on the onset, right? And I was wondering your thoughts on the spirit of do-it-yourself DIY, but the repair mentality, I feel like it's always a precursor to it's all the same things anyway but it's like the initial precursor to doing these things to a i wouldn't say a higher degree or a higher level but to a more focused and um, accurate perspective and yeah i just feel like it's important to encourage people to fix things it's yeah. maybe our culture is in a place where everyone wants to build stuff but did, did you really start the same mindset with fixing things do you have any comments on that and i don't want to just say oh for the young kids I'm, i'm saying in general you know like yeah. what was the last thing you repaired yeah it was I probably mean, yesterday yeah something. yeah
0: i feel like i'm constantly fixing stuff every day you know this morning but um yeah i feel like our society is just everything's built to be thrown away, you know, short time span, short life of everything that's made these days. And, um, yeah, I think we really need just, just for our environment, we need to get back to fixing things and making them last. And I think that's such a valuable skill for young people, um, for all people, but especially the next generation, the younger generation is just to, to learn, to, to get some more life out of things and to, uh, yeah just fix things and keep keep using them you know because if it's done right they'll last forever you know
2: yeah i agree It it is a difficult thing you know and jay really commented on this really well and is like yeah just i don't want to be surrounded by terrible stuff you know and it's even that alone i mean we're sitting here looking at danny hess's boards and it's it's incredible like there's no way those boards aren't going down through from one generation to another for one part because they're so beautiful but two is they last in their work um, yeah when when you when you I know you've got a background in painting and all kinds of other arts do you dabble in all those things to stay tuned or balanced or is it something that comes when time allows how's your relationship with cross training in the arts and that's a terrible way to phrase it but well
0: yeah I mean I've I've have have had an issue of having too many hobbies, you know? (laughs) Name five. (laughs) You know, I mean, art is a big one, but it also takes a lot of time. Surfing obviously takes up the most amount of time. Um, But with the surfboards, I've been able to blend those two particular hobbies with um, the relation of surfing with the surfboards and then being able to apply artwork onto them, um, which has been... You know, I, I can get my fix from doing that, you know, my creative art fix. I would love to uh, find some time to, to do more like canvas painting stuff like I had done in the past. But um, just where I'm at in my life with two young kids and um, my business, my surfboard business growing and um, trying to stay on top of all that. I I just have to kind of use those creative art juices on the surfboards right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it it is nice to hear that you say you get your fix, and it's it this creative intent within us, like it needs to be satisfied. You know, there's it feels like it's coming from inside, and if you neglect it, it's you, you're starting to get into trouble, right? Totally. Do you ever? I mean, do you ever think about where those creative juices are coming from, or like I sit and ponder on that flow daily to yeah. no end. But is that something you think about? Yeah, I mean, I don't know
0: if I think in. In depth of where it's coming from, but I do feel like um, my my eyes are wide open for inspiration, and I'm kind of like a sponge, to where just you know riding my bike across town, certain colors will hit me. I'll see on the side of a building or some shadows reflecting off of something, you know, and I try to uh, hold on to those images, and then bring those into the shaping bay or into the glassing room, and uh, and you pull from some of those colors in the memory bank, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I guess that's, it's not like I'm pondering where the inspiration's coming from. I feel like I'm just, it's everywhere out there, and I'm trying to be more like a sponge to soak it up.
2: I mean, that's, that's a discipline in and of itself, which sort of makes the mystery even more deep, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, it's out there if you're just willing to be receptive. Totally. W- what colors don't you like? <laughs> um,
0: probably like the really dark dark colors but it it comes and goes right now probably like blacks and browns and those kind of colors really dark I'm, I'm not feeling that so much right now um, I do like earth tones a lot um, I like colors that play with your eyes C- certain colors next to each other make your eyes do weird things you know Um, almost like a 3d effect or something Uh, i like playing with that that medium of two or three colors just kind of coinciding with each other and making your eyes bounce all over the place
2: when um when you're working and perhaps medium aside whatever you're working on we all have a natural tendency to um strive for perfection or perhaps you don't, but when I observe your work and your craft, it's uh, clear that it's right there near perfect. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on maybe the conversation you have in your own mind about when to let things go and how tight to keep things and produce that within your own head? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a kind of a strange question, but this concept of perfection is one thing, and then pers- perfection within surf craft is one. A whole different thing
0: totally yeah i mean it's it's my ultimate goal it's kind of funny to make it look so perfect that it it's not handmade it's a, it's a weird scenario you're doing a handmade thing but you're trying to perfect it to make it not look handmade i don't know if that makes sense but um it is a um it's kind of a, it's a struggle between that dwelling on one thing to make it perfect or just making it good enough, you know, and, uh, sometimes you have to draw the line of, you know, spending three days on one little thing or finishing it up and waxing it up and taking it out, you know, so, uh, I think different different scenarios call for different things. And, um, some people like the really loose freehand vibe and other people like it to be super crisp and tight. And, um, I enjoy doing them both, but I think the final ex- execution, uh, I try to make it as tight and clean as possible from you know that I can do.
2: In, I mean, I could pick out a Travis Reynolds from a hundred yards away on a beach with clear or foggy skies. I kind of see your work. I, kind of, I see it. And I, I gravitate towards. It. I understand it as recognizable, which is a huge um, accomplishment. When people do order boards, are they able to send you road, down roads that um, you perhaps don't see your brand fitting or your art or, or are you never a gun for hire? How do you manage that? Because I've never seen one that I'm like, hmm, okay, well, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, everyone. I've based my
0: business off of uh, custom orders, and I've always um, tried to, to have a finished product that the customer is happy with. So if... And even if it's color-wise, it's not what I truly agree with. If it's going to make those people as happy as they've ever been, because they're getting exactly what they want, that makes me happy at the end of the day. You know, um, it's funny. You get customers who uh, are—they—they just—they'll send you multiple emails and texts, and they want the exact picture exactly copied you know and that's a challenge in itself which i do enjoy that challenge but then you also get other people who are like you know what i like blue and green and do whatever you like you know and it's all good a little direction is nice it's nice to be like pushed in one direction then you can go from there sometimes it's hard when people are like i don't know do whatever you want you know Mm.
2: because
0: i don't know I, i just want the people to get what they want more than what i want you know
2: Do you get more joy out of watching somebody else receive or ride a board that you've made than Mm. making something and riding it yourself?
0: Mm, It's pretty, maybe equal. It's pretty cool when you see somebody's big old grin in their face after they did a big turn on something you made for them, you know, and, uh, and just feeling that, that joy that they bring. But, uh. I get the same joy when I paddle out some that I made so it's a uh, I guess it goes both ways you know it it
2: feels good all the way around. What are you working on right now in terms of refinement of a certain model or board or concept and can you explain how long it's taken to get to where you are and maybe one detail that that that's you are gonna try next if we gave you a free afternoon
0: yeah you know um, I'm kind of into simple things, simple shapes, nothing too wild. And um, I've kind of just been really focusing on rockers and um, little minor tweaks to bottom contours, things like that. Um, I'm not jumping around trying to develop a bunch of new models or anything like that. I'm just trying to just refine the ones that I have. And I kind of stumble across new models from custom orders from people you know, people want to stretch something out or make it wider or shorter or lop the tail off, you know, those could eventually turn into new models down the line. But um, I'm just kind of doing minor tweaks to the things that are out there right now and just trying to dial them in ever so slightly.
2: Could you talk about the change that um, your factory is enjoying and also struggling through and just the, the young blood and kind of, tip of the hat to those guys they, they were incredible at what they were doing and watching them work and their ethic and their stoke uh, maybe give a little insight on them and what they're going on what, yeah. what they have going on with yeah.
0: you yeah we um you know i've been working at this glass shop the um the board builders guild for probably almost seven years now and we've had a lot of evolution in the past year with um one of the younger guys who started out as a polisher, uh, showing interest in, um, learning the whole process and then, um, eventually taking over the shop, the business of the glass shop and, um, putting together a nice young crew. So we got, um, we got a handful of guys who are under 30 who are super passionate about board building and, um, doing really fine, high quality work. And, um, it's been an honor to work with these guys, and uh, you know they're all new to it, so they're open to learn from everybody, which is great. You know, having new fresh blood is uh, really nice. You know, I can tell them what I've what I know, all of my tricks, and they're receptive to it and willing to try it. And then, you know, they can from the couple older guys in the shop, all their information is trickling down, and then we had you know, Alex, um, in the shop for this trip helping out and they were just soaking it all up, you know? So there's something about having that young blood that's willing to learn. Uh, it's just super refreshing and man, I'm so stoked to have those guys helping me out.
2: When you, um, do you think about the legacy that you're building and how you want to be remembered in the surf world at all? because it's happening, whether it's intentional or not, is that something you pay careful attention to or building um, with a long arc in mind? Um, I think
0: about that every once in a while, you know, especially since I have kids now, and how they'll think about their dad, you know, after I'm gone or whatever. Um, I kind of like the idea of maybe my kids, finding one of my boards at a yard sale you know in 50 years or anybody finding one of my boards at a yard sale in 50 years and it being like a score like i this guy has a rep- reputation for having a board that's gonna last a long time works really well and uh yeah just uh, for some reason that thought comes in my mind maybe because I like I know that sensation when you find that gem at the yard sale you know and if if my board one of my boards in 50 years could be that gem. That that's pretty amazing.
2: That's know? awesome. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's kind of the close of a, a beautiful week, and it's been so cool hanging with everyone. And it's it's almost sad to say goodbye till we meet up again and start building some weird stuff. But it sure is. Um, yeah. Any final words or thoughts on the kinds of things that people created?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to narrow down one thing as I'm looking out the little window here and there's a stack of wood walking by, you know. It's just everywhere we've looked this week, someone's been creating, you know, um, painting, sculpting wood, boards, all, all the stuff, music, food, um, just ton of inspiration. And uh, I hope that some of what we felt here and have gathered can get out into the public and other people can feel as inspired as we do leaving this trip and uh, yeah I just uh, I just think people should go out there and, and make stuff if they they have the urge don't hold back
2: you know that's, that's interesting because I do feel like everyone to some degree has an urge to make something I mean you can make a mm-hmm. cup of coffee but yeah, enjoying the process of it is kind of what it's so obvious to us but until having these discussions with people time and time again, I'm in love with the process of whatever it is that's going on, which is an end to end of itself, you know? Totally. I'm like the same way. if all the boards go away tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Like the, like I got to build one or whatever I'm working on at the time. And maybe that's the best way to sum up the inspiration that we've drawn and also maybe a challenge to somebody out there it's like whatever you're doing just apply yourself wholeheartedly and like get get engrossed in the actual process i agree yeah for sure all right guys get out there Remember make something cool thanks yes, travis
0: have fun now all the memories are haunted
2: we were always meant to say goodbye